What's doing? It's Don doing stuff, and you're listening to the Roman Empire podcast. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. Um, my name is Don, and this podcast is about uh, talking art and creating art and traveling. Uh, my guest on for this episode is none other than screenwriter, director, cinematographer, and digital aesthetic extraordinaire, Jason Q. Oh, wow. What a title. Thank you so much for having me on the show, bro. <laughs> no worries, man. No worries. I think for context, Jason and I have been friends for a, a really long time. We've um, done projects together. And now I'm living in Singapore and Jason is living in Sydney. Well, we both... Still, still grew, living in Sydney. We both grew up, <laughs> we both grew up in Sydney. Um, but th- so the thing that I wanted to talk to you about was your creative process. Like how... What, what do you do to get, I guess, inspired and get creative? And how does it come from this idea to like the complete journey of a completed work of art or completed video? Yeah, completed production. Right. So it kind of depends on like if I'm working with a client or not. Mm-hmm. So generally, I kind of suss out their vibe and see what they already have. And generally, it's really easy right now to to real um, stalk someone and get their <laughs> vibe. So if they have an Instagram, <laughs> you can totally go down that alley and just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna sell you back what you've already made. <laughs> yeah, just just in a video format, but. Um, if you want something totally different and like something left field for them, mm. then you start building up ideas and you, depending if it's a music video or um, say it's like a lookbook thing, they, they, you, you want, they want to change up the look, then you start suggesting ideas, you start building these concepts through just um, through images. There's, there's tons of images online. Right. <clears throat> and pre-production, it's so easy just to build a mood board from that. Yeah. So building a mood, mood board, taking all these conceptual ideas and just, I guess, regurgitating them <laughs> in, a, in, <laughs> in the most designer way you could. Yeah. So yeah. You, kind of, you kind of take elements of what they are uh, already mm-hmm. as well as elements that you think would work for them and you yeah. kind of mash those together, meld them together to create something new. Yeah, that's oh. that's definitely the way I'd approach things. Uh, working with a client, yeah, um, just because you don't want to step too far from where where their brand is. Mm-hmm. And if they if they suggest that they want to go that far, then you you take it as far as you can. Mm-hmm. And they say, no, we don't we don't want to go that far. So you just take it a few steps back. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what we do. Nice. I like that. I like that. I have a friend who does those kinds of things with fashion. Like he'll he'll take a whole bunch of photos that he finds on the internet, and he's like, mm-hmm. oh, "Okay, this is what I want my my wardrobe to look like." And this is like all of the t- types of looks. Didn't click to me that that was a thing that you do when it comes to design, and I didn't think that it extended o- over to video and and. Um, Oh yeah, most definitely. So, I think I've picked up a lot more of the design skills mm. 
So conceptually building ideas and starting from scratch, just building from the ground up in terms of color palettes, lighting, look, themes. The yeah. story is king. Yeah. Story is always king. So from from your story, everything falls into into their place from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're matching the mood to all of the references that you have. Mm-hmm. Now, on that, do you think that everything is just a recreation of what's happened before? Like in terms of art and and video and movies. I mean, we see now movies are, you know, just reboots of of old movies and reboots of old stories and things like that. Is yeah, art sure. is art just effectively regurgitated? A reboot? Yeah, a reboot of everything <laughs> else. I mean, there's a time and place for everyone, right? So the Renaissance period mildly had its own regurgitation of another period. Right. Um, the 1950s had like its own its own spin on its own period. Yeah. So in saying that, yeah, I, I believe so. Like you, you don't just take inspiration. You, you just can't conceptually make an idea somewhere deep inside in your subconscious you've been exposed to this idea somewhere before yeah and it's like depends on like how much of the exposure you've seen of this thing or the experience that you've gone through yep these are these are things that you you use and it's i mean you can call it inspiration you can call it like a reboot you can call it like a remix it could be (laughs) all all of the above yeah (laughs) yeah but it is what you've been exposed to like from childhood to to your to your late teens, it, it all makes the biggest difference. Building the they're like building blocks for you. Yeah, I like that. I I, I really like that. I think um, in in artists now, I guess musicians, you can hear a particular influence, right? Yeah. Um, in uh, some directors like Tarantino, you can see a particular influ- influence. In some of the movies that he has that, that he's made, um, yeah. But effectively, inspiration is taking references that you've experienced, references that you've seen, and internalizing that, and then creating based on all of those experiences, based on all of those references. Yeah, yeah. most definitely. I like um, that. E- even like what the, the trending music now, it's like Migos, like all the triplet sounds. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> just this. I was watching a documentary the other day about about them, and <laughs> is that the Vox I did not one? know. Yeah, I did not know that it dated back to like the nineties. Yeah, that that's like that's incredible, and yeah, and it stretches it stretched over to like the late two thousand. Uh, late, what year is it? It's twenty eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been like nearly thirty years. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and I think that I think if you even go back even further, the triplets would be in like the African beats, um, yeah, for the really sure. tribal type of beats. That, 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 that. I love that sound. I love, uh, I just love the, the, the sound of triplets. I don't know what it is. I think it's because mm-hmm. it's, it's rhythmic, but at the same time, it's not uh, too constant or repetitive, or I, I, I can't find the word, but. Um, yeah, triplets are fun. Triplets are fun. I, I was trying to write in triplets, 
but mm-hmm. it's very it's a different way of writing because you don't sing much in triplets you know what i mean like you then it's not it's not or it's very difficult to have individual notes in the anyway i don't want to get technical <laughs> <laughs> but i like triplets and i know what you're saying um and i have don't, seen i have seen that don't triplet rants <laughs> <laughs> i have seen that documentary as well yeah it was brilliant that was brilliant um yeah i like those ones uh yeah so um i also want to make a reference to something that i also do which is pinterest now like a lot of guys say yeah pinterest is for girls blah 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 look it's a catalog it's an online catalog for your newspaper clippings and you just straight up have like these are mood boards that just straight up bam you just save it essentially what you're doing in real life is you're cutting newspaper clippings out and you're you're putting it to a cork board this is exactly the same thing you're just building that up in like in a digital form and it's fast it is so fast you can just throw images together and just boom send it to your client done I never, oh, I you? never thought of it like that. Like <laughs> you I, check out my, check out my print. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the link to your Pinterest, and I'll, I'll we'll link it below. We'll, we'll do, we'll do. Um, yeah, wow, so, no, that's that's actually mind mind blown right now because I didn't think that Pinterest was, you could, you, I didn't think of to using of of using it like that. Yeah, I thought it was just um, oh, I like these images. Let's put them all together. Yeah. <laughs> Right, but yeah. bu- building themes and stories from them, it is such a powerful tool. That's awesome. You just gave yeah. away like your your number one. Se- was that your number one secret in creating in no. production? <laughs> <laughs> it, it really isn't. Production secrets um, by Jason. Q. Production secrets. Uh, I have a lot of books that I'm like still reading. I'm, I'm managing to go through. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's for another day. That we can cover that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that that'd be really interesting to talk about, like yeah. books about production and books about um, books about art. story, books about dialogue, how yeah. people talk, the ranges in in which people talk in. Yeah, um, yeah. Ranges. Just, Wait, ranges yeah, the, as in the frequency. Ranges as in uh, your intent. Okay. So sorry, I, 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 range can co- for me range covers a lot of things. It's just like. Point A to point Z, that's like your range in between there. Okay. And how extreme you go with like your language. Okay. So if I could say like F U, that's that's on like the Z level <laughs> of the spectrum, you know, that's really aggressive and the delivery as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So But if I say, Hey man, how's it going? That's on the, the A level or Or a positive rate like yeah, positive uh, level of that range. Yeah. Uh, I mean if okay. you if you put it into a grid, it's gonna be like a three-dimensional range of like, oh, it's a positive. What's his intent here? You know, yeah. is there an underlying? Is there an underlying? It's like, hey man, <laughs> or it could be, hey, hey man, hey, man. <laughs> yeah, and you, you don't know the intent behind it. So it's like there's a <laughs> right, right. So there's now. Do you use do you use that for directing? Do you use that? I, I do. So when it comes to an actor saying, oh, "I need you to say this," but the intent needs to be here. Yeah. So I do give them background to why they're saying it Mm -hmm. and that gives them a bit more context rather than just reading, reading words off a, uh, off a script. And that's the, what's my motivation? That's that thing, right? 
that is definitely that thing. Because I, I've tried to, I've tried to act. Tried is the operative word here. Tried to act in some <laughs> of your productions. Um, it's and, for me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll link all of the projects, <laughs> and you can see me being an idiot in each one of them. Um, I don't think you. I think you. You did well. You think you did well. Yeah, I, I think acting and stuff is a lot more difficult than than people give it credit for, and directing is a lot more difficult than people give give it credit for because, just like you said, there's. Um, it's saying the line, but having a particular intention, having a particular motiv- motivation behind it. Yeah, yeah. and try, you try getting into that. If you, if you receive the script on the day, mm-hmm. you're unlucky because uh, you have to get into that mindset yep. over uh, like an hour or so, two yeah. hours. But if you have a week to prepare, then you know the, the intent of this character. That's why I guess like you'd give credit to such amazing actors like Heath Ledger, like isolating himself for like three months yeah to become the joker man that that's incredible that is hard like yeah you're on your own course as well because i couldn't imagine just like separating myself from the rest of society and like my family and my friends just to become and embody this character but it is work and you want to you want to bring your professionalism to that to to the production yeah you want to bring it you bring your game and i mean like that's something i learned as well like when when you come out there you got to bring it and the other actors will bring it to that level as well so Mm -hmm. that will equally match you yeah in terms of performance i like that i I, i'd never i mean i knew that he worked really hard on that character and you can see it on in the movie um but yeah, that's a that's a you're bring you're you're telling it to me in a completely different way, and it's it this stuff blows my mind. Um, here's a question: so musicians musicians tend to get their energy from the crowd, or they you know there's a there's a energy there's a swap of energy. If the crowd is energetic, then the musician gets energy, and if the ener- if the musician is energetic, then the crowd is also energetic. Now you were just right. talking about actors bringing their a game and then another one being like yeah you work together that there's that synergy um Mm -hmm. is that an element in directing as well in in direction so if you have a particular uh mood or if you're feeling a particular energy rather like if you're feeling like extra energetic for a shoot does that does that come across in the film as well yeah, most definitely. I was um, on production for a recent web series. I was like guest direct, uh, guest directing there. Awesome. Where the scene was a melancholy scene. It was a very sad and emotional scene. Right. And for for the beginning, uh, I was working with the crew, and we're all setting up, and everyone's like cheery and laughing. Uh, meanwhile, the actress she's at the back, uh, and she's getting into her zone mm-hmm. because she knows the context of of the script she had to um get into that get into that headspace yep whereas the rest of crew outside they'll goofing around and they're like saying like hey big connect and all this (laughs) all this garbage (laughs) and then and as soon as the actress stepped out on step i 100 percent knew 
we had to bring it from like an eight down to like one yeah. in terms of mood yeah and everyone had to be a bit lower even though like it was a, like it's fun for everyone and we're still all working we had to bring it down just so the context for her she knows that this isn't that that like happy cheery place you can't yeah. we, we weren't throwing jokes around anymore we were just we had to tone it down like tenfold you, you basically had to match the mood yeah for the definitely. scene yeah yeah wow and like vice versa for me if if we were on set and it was like a happy uh happy go lucky sort of shoot yeah you would would bring it like i would bring it like just bring the energy you got to inspire your your actors to to go to that place right you know you can't just expect them to step into that zone that's how's that possible like if they're an amazing actor then yeah for sure like they could just throw it out there and if they have a big personality but no one can like as i was saying before like for inspiration you can't just expect someone just to draw from this you got to talk to them uh draw from their experiences of like the most happy place that they've been to mm-hmm. or like most sky high place that they've been to look we we don't do drugs kid <laughs> <laughs> but you can be high on um on emotions high on you can life have high on life def- most definitely you could have like the you could be having the most best day ever mm-hmm. just on a day out like just going to the beach yeah like, and you, and you want to bring and, that kind of emotion and energy to the set yeah for sure so you, you just have to as as a, I feel as a director you're inspiring your crew um you're inspiring you're you're the captain basically mm-hmm. and if the captain is not doing his job in terms of guiding everyone and showing everyone the way mm-hmm. then is not you should um have a mutiny and kick him <laughs> off <laughs> get a new captain get a new captain right throw him off he's <laughs> <laughs> he's not doing his job right he's not doing his job let's kick him off the boat i like that i like that that's that's really cool and i, I think talking to you about this stuff i i'm seeing because i understand these things in the musical context in the performance context but um i'm also seeing that in the context of film and production and and you know creating creating a video creating a a a short film um speaking of films and 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 shooting videos you got the opportunity to travel and shoot videos right yes yes now you now you were shooting for a particular you were shooting for are we allowed to say the company because oh maybe not right now (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, you were shooting for a particular company and you went to which countries? So I traveled around Southeast Asia. Yep. So Singapore, um, actually we landed in Jakarta first. Yep. Therefore, wait, I can't remember. Okay, it's Singapore, Jakarta. And then I had like a little break in between where I went to Tasmania and then we came back and we were in Vietnam and Thailand. Yeah. Yeah. What so was- uh, it was quite the trip. What was that like? I mean, this isn't, I mean, that's not, uh, did you have to get creative for that? Did that, it, did that take your creative stuff or were you just, uh, just shooting for them? I mean, as a, 
as a DOP, you'd bring you'd bring that to the table mm-hmm. where you take like you'd get like the best images as, as you can. Yep. And you bring um, what you're trying to capture. What the brief was was to capture the local vibe. Okay. So you need to bring that into your images. You need to motivate that through your images. Mm-hmm. And it's not just like point and shoot. You got to find what says this about this country. So in terms of Singapore, we went to um, Little India. Right. Traveled around Little India. Yeah. Man, that place is, that's like Singapore is such a melting pot. Yep. It's such a hub of, if, if, if Sydney was Asia, um, <laughs> If Sydney was in Asia, it would be equivalent to Singapore. That's how I feel. Okay. Just because there's so many different cultures mixed into one place. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sydney's, so Sydney's quite diverse. Yeah. So, big melting pot of culture there. So, um, we had Little little India. We had Haji Lane. Yep. Haji Lane's like incredible. Like, it's just like a hub of culture. They have street art. They have musicians. Just live musicians. They have tactile art they have even like selfie lattes like <laughs> this, is, this is incredible man i didn't and, see like, those have, i haven't tried them yet though <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I i don't know how i feel about drinking myself in a cup but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um, so yeah so you went to singapore and then you were yeah, trying so to uh capture the, the local culture yeah and um there's so many things like there's like the chinese side of it just chinatown mm. um like we got to we got to try out like chili crab <laughs> and chili crab in singapore is the bomb and now there's, you can't you cannot replicate chili crab in singapore anywhere else now i might get kicked out of singapore for saying this but i'm not a fan of chili crab i'm not uh, a fan fair. of it uh, they're coming for you. You're gonna get checked out the country. Yeah. Ah <laughs> uh, well. Oh well. I guess um, you'll see me back in Sydney. <laughs> All right, we got Don back, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, just in terms of uh, just culture, it's there's so many diverse cultures there. There's we went to um, all the hawker centers. We captured captured that. Yep. Um, got to try the food out as well. You know, in like. You know, I'm like I'm telling you what Singapore is like. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. The, the Singapore has this culture of food. Yeah. So the, a, lo- a lot of people say that the best food, that Singapore has some of the best food. But in the world, like you got you got like a Hawker Center, Michelin star um, yeah, restaurant, chicken rice, just, the chicken like, rice Hawker Center. Yeah, it's just like a side stand on the street. Yeah, 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 yeah. Incredible. I have I have some opinions about the food, but that's my <laughs> opinion. Um, <laughs> but no, some some of the food here is really good, and I think it's but, the diverse variety of food is what makes it really good because you can have, you know, you can walk into a hawker center and get um, sambal stingray, which is a Malaysian dish. But at the same time, if you feel like, you know, um, noodles, then you've got the, that's the Chinese side. That, you know, you, there's just, or if you'd like curry, you know, with some naan, it's all yep. in the same place. Yeah. And if you want to have them all together, 
then yeah. You could do that. You could do that. Like, and it's not overly expensive. Yeah. Which is incredible. Yeah. But it's just, um, just on food talk, <laughs> we, we bring it back to the culture side. It's, it's just it, the melting pot. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it just comes all together very well. Yeah. And for the most part, um, it's quite harmonious. And I, I feel like everything works pretty well over there. Right. And you, so you were trying to capture that culture, the culture of diversity and food here in Singapore. Mm-hmm. And that was your, well, that was your interpretation or your observation of what it meant to be local here in Singapore. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd say so. Yeah, I mean, it, it might. That's like an outsider's opinion, but um, I think that's pretty spot on. <laughs> <laughs> It's there's there's lots of diverse ethnicities here, and they bring all of their food. And Singapore yep. is definitely a melting pot. What was it like? What what was your observation in Jakarta? I was only there for a day. Yeah. <laughs> in technicality, it is a dense population over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people over there. I I didn't I had no idea, and I was told that it was like the most uh, it was like the fourth most populated country in the world. Wow. That's next to like, like there's like America, China, yeah. India, and then there's Indonesia. Right. Wow. It's such a small place, but it's so dense Heavily in population. Populated, yeah. yeah. And so you spent a lot more time in Vietnam. Yep. And how much time did you spend in Vietnam and Thailand? Vietnam was about a week. Thailand was about a little bit less than a week. Right. So you were able to get a better observation or better vibe of there. Yeah, for sure. For that, for the shoot. What was your, what were your, um, what was your understanding of local vibe for them? Local vibe. Vietnam. I, I went to Vietnam as a kid and like, I liked it, but I didn't understand everything what was going on there at right. that point in time. Yeah. So coming back to it, like a lot had changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was a kid, it was still, I think it was just recollecting from the war period still. Okay. So it seemed still very third world worldish. It seemed very second or third worldish. Um, <clears throat> but there was a lot of recollecting, rebuilding that was going on. And um, coming back to it, the like sort of the millennial generation have brought it to a different place, I guess. Like there was a different vibe. Everyone was a lot more trendier. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, re- they're, they're really friendly over there. They're fun, excited, ecstatic about life. And life is like, it, it can be as simple as running a small restaurant to you know, the glitz and glam of TV over there. So, yeah. Um, how did you, it, how, how did you capture that in your, in your film? And I, I guess in, in your shoots, and I, that, that might be a very uh, difficult question to answer. If, yeah, because like, <laughs> without getting too technical about your shots. Yeah. Were the images so, just images of it, trendy parts like, of? Yeah, it would be a lot of the trendy local parts of, of Vietnam yep. um, would capture the locals as well. Mm. They were more than happy to be on camera. <laughs> and 
Yeah, I mean, um, I think it's just more of the vibe of Vietnam. A lot of right. motorbikes, a lot of, a lot of riding around, um, a lot of small nooks and crannies as well. Yeah, it's very, it's also very dense. Like buildings are built up to like three, four stories high, mm-hmm. two to two to four stories high, and these are these are just your normal everyday buildings. So mm-hmm. your house could be possibly three stories high. You know. Yeah. Wow. And yeah, and um, it's just, it's just, I don't have the words for that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's something that's easier shown than described, right? Yeah, I, yeah for sure. Because I feel like you'd be, it'd be really, it'd be much easier for you to go, these are the, this is how I describe Vietnam in, in these sequence in, of shots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was that the same for Thailand? I'd say it's pretty much the same for Thailand. Yeah. Although, we nearly got arrested. <laughs> what? what? Oh, this is news to you. <laughs> no, we just uh, we just had our cameras confiscated because we were filming around the the. I think it's like the the royal palace. Okay. It's like no cameras, no professional cameras. I'm like okay, and they just confiscated it. Wow. So, and you, yeah, and you got them back. What was the what was the story? Yeah, everything was fine. Uh, they deleted that footage, which is ah <laughs> uh, right, right, right. Yeah, but um, I guess at the same time, being respectful, you wouldn't want to put that footage in into into the um, actual video itself. Yeah, because yeah. the the client will get in trouble. Yeah, that's they would. <laughs> <laughs> you could have said you could have said another story like oh yeah we got arrested ended up one of us ended up with a tattoo on their face and <laughs> it wasn't me clearly but uh, yeah one of us got a got a, a good tattoo on our faces Jason and Q now we in hangover 4 of, <laughs> Yeah yeah and and now Thailand has taken taken us <laughs> <laughs> Well I, as as long as your cameras are safe and as long as you guys are safe then i guess you guys being safe is the is the more, more important thing yeah yeah and yeah at the end of the day it's it's about safety it's about <laughs> it's about your well-being rather than the shoot so don't t- go too too hard with the shoots yeah follow the rules kids don't don't go too crazy <laughs> now so this the, these shoots you traveled for work this is for a client you did right. you did a particular shoot um in japan now you were in japan for a holiday but then you went yeah. you did you wanted to get ambitious and shoot a video or shoot a short film within one day yeah do you want to tell us about a bit about that yeah for sure so um at that period of time it was like me and my girlfriend who were planning a holiday to japan mm-hmm and we were spending three weeks over there, so it was a good chunk of time. Yep. So I thought, like, I had at that point met um, a model that was from Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a model actress, and she said, I-, I was telling her about, like, what I wanted to do, and she's like, hey, I could help out with that. So she could, um, so she um, actually lined things up for me and took on the role of being the producer. Nice. So shout out to Natsuki. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She took she took that role and then we started auditioning from this side of the planet. Um, over Skype actually. Nice. So, 
yeah, we're having Skype auditions and we're lining them up, them up, and it was pretty cool. We got like a few video auditions because like connection over here, Japan has like insane internet. Over here, it's um, <laughs> the opposite of insane internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, we we lined up auditions and we got our actors, and then we we planned the date. And we got in contact. I got in contact with you because I was telling you about、um, the shoot as well.、Yep. And you, I had a friend you, living over there. You had a friend, yeah,、um, Kirk. Yes, shout out to Kirk. Kirk actually lent us his apartment, his one better apartment, which is really cool of him. And、um, he actually, like, this is the extent of trust he gave. He gave me his key to the, his only key to the apartment. <laughs> right. And he's like, go crazy. It's like yours for the day. And so they left, and we were just shooting all day in the apartment, coming、yeah. out, getting our exterior shots.、Um, and like by nighttime, he he'd come back and he said, "Oh, thanks for thanks for putting my、um, apartment in your short film." Such a cool dude! Like Japan's so trusting here. I, I see.、Yeah, I'm seeing a trend.、Done. I'm seeing a trend here when that people trust us with their houses and their apartments. With, with yeah, I, <laughs> hey, we want to shoot in your apartment. Is that fine? Yeah, that's cool. Just take the whole house. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, do your due diligence and just keep it keep it nice, guys. Don't、yeah. wreck the place. <laughs> <laughs> oh man,、yeah. we should we should try to do a project where we do a shoot in somebody's mansion or some really really like glitzy fancy house and see like little dicky. Yeah, yeah, we should do that. Have you seen that? <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that video.、Uh, save save that money. Like、yeah. hunting around. Yeah, save save that money, dude. I mean, you can you can only ask, right? You can, it doesn't hurt to ask. Exactly.、So、exactly. That's such a great approach to to life. Just ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you did that. You did that short film, and we can link it. The short film was called Welcome Home, right? Welcome home. Yeah, Welcome that's、home. correct.、Um, for the three weeks that you were in Japan, you were there. You only allocated one day for the shoot. Yeah, that's correct. So about twenty-four hours,、um, rather. Twenty-four hours, roughly, probably less than. Yep.、Um, I did come out a day earlier to meet up with Kirk、mm-hmm. and have a quick location scout around his side of the hood, yep. <laughs> <laughs> which was like just outside of Tokyo. Okay. So okay.、Um, we did walk. We did get very close to Tokyo Tower,、mm-hmm. if that kind of、uh, makes sense to anyone that's been to Japan. Right.、Um, I think it was his suburb was it was a suburb or town.、Uh, it was Minato, so、okay. it was just out of outside of Japan,、uh, right. outside of Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So just outside of Tokyo, and it was it was a bit of the quiet side, quieter side of、um, Tokyo. Yeah. So、um, that that did come into play. I mean, that did give us a bit more freedom to wander around and、mm-hmm. just look for just, locations to shoot. Yeah, and we we're free to shoot. Well, it felt like we we're free to shoot. I didn't actually know the laws over there about shooting, but <laughs> we just did it. <laughs> well, you didn't get arrested, so <laughs> yeah. Unlike some other country. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I think、um, I think the I think the lesson there is don't shoot at at、uh, sacred palaces. Yeah, I think that's actually the real lesson. <laughs> yeah. 
so it was a case of that yep. and then coming out on the night and I actually met up with the actors as well and we had a quick read through of the script mm-hmm. and the intention of the script and where we're coming from and where, where I was going now just to just to don't, don't mean to interrupt you there but yeah you don't do you speak Japanese you don't speak Japanese do you you know those guys that watch like a lot of anime right <laughs> and then you like just pick up words because like because you <laughs> because you're watching so much anime right no i i actually studied a little bit of japanese like in high school yep so um i could read just a little bit okay the tiniest bit and i could understand just the tiniest bit because i've been around like japanese friends and japanese culture yeah over here okay yeah so for context for the for the podcast um the short film is purely in japanese so the the actors the actors pardon me the actors are japanese and they're speaking in japanese um wh- how was that difficult for you to audition them and then direct them in a you know not knowing not fully knowing the language yeah there was a lot of language barrier actually um in auditioning Natsuki was here with me, mm-hmm. so she gave me uh, um, a briefing of how they sounded, mm-hmm. because for me, everyone just sounds like cool. You just, <laughs> you're like, you're speaking Japanese, hey, you're automatically cool. But um, <laughs> but in, in terms of like performance, she gave me the rundown of like who sound, who actually sounded good, who was like, well spoken and articulated very well right um she did that Mm -hmm. and when we went over to japan um she had a friend volunteer and help out to help translate ah awesome on the night as well so i guess you didn't know that (laughs) i I had no idea (laughs) yeah so um uh her friend esther came out and she translated the script uh she was translating what i was saying in terms of like what I wanted from the dialogue and yeah. the action yeah. and how we were going to block it out. So, um, so yeah, it was a little bit difficult like during the day because she wasn't there, but for, for the rest of the evening, like it looked pretty, pretty good. Um, Japan is actually very well lit at night. So <laughs> shooting low light scenes or street scenes around there is actually, it's actually pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah, fun times, fun times. It was uh, um now so th- those are the projects that you've done in the past. What's coming up? What's up and coming for Mr. Jason Q? Like what's mm, what's in the there's, pipeline? There's a few things in the pipeline. Um there may be like an anime come to life. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Really? That's um, awesome. Yeah, that's actually coming up. Um and I gotta really get onto that. <laughs> it's a little bit difficult being a, like one man band for for the for the most part, but mm-hmm. um, getting getting more hands on board and just getting the shoot organized and coordinated, it's 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 starting to shape. So awesome, awesome. Yeah. And where where can so, people see your like your work? So just head over to youtube.com forward slash c forward slash jason q and you'll find me there let us see or yeah the let us see yeah so 
I actually wanted the URL youtube.com forward slash Jason Q, but some guy already took it and I thought I was the only Jason Q in the world. So right. what gives, man? What gives? And you're, you're not active? Come on, dude. Just <laughs> give me the URL. So Bro, it's Jason J-A-C-J-A-S-O-N-Q-U-E-U-E. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, that's correct. So C, uh, it's like youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Jason Q. Ah, right. Okay. Ah, uh, you gotta I put the C in front of it. Yeah, because it's a custom URL. <laughs> nice, nice. Jason Q. Yeah. Awesome, man. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to plug, or just um, your Instagram, your Facebook? Yeah, you can head over to my Instagram. Check out the work that I'm doing there. It's like at Jason Q. So. Yeah. Get trying to get the all all the Jason Qs. <laughs> in terms of like a handle a url man it's difficult some people just just straight up buy out your urls your your handles <laughs> i think did you ever message that person they they're probably they probably bought it so that you know they have they can sell it to someone else yeah like me <laughs> like a sucker <laughs> like me um no, I didn't actually message them, but I'll, I'll get on top of that. <laughs> Dude, just sell me your, give, give me your account, please. Just get, just get YouTube to, to delete their account. So, cause <laughs> just report, report all just of Just report their, all of their non-videos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else I could plug? Um, there is also Save the Don Doing Stuff charity. If you guys want to head <laughs> over there. He's currently stuck in Singapore. I don't like. It's it's been all over the news, and I think everyone should get on top of this. So if you could donate to that foundation over there, we can bring him back to Australia. (laughs) (laughs) We could bring him back to Australia. And what's your favorite food, bro? Uh, Let's say pizza. Pizza. We can get him an Australian pizza. As enticing as that sounds, I have no idea what a real Australian pizza would actually taste like. Maybe, maybe one from Eagle Boys or like at a kebab shop or something like that. Yep. Yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> oh man, I I I hope that I get to see you in person again sometime soon. Um, thank you for like, coming onto the podcast and and talking your talking about your art. Thank, thank you for having me. It was lots of fun. Yeah. Um, we'll catch up offline and (laughs) and thanks for listening to the show I'm gonna close off now (laughs) this was Don doing stuff see you guys next time I don't know what the I haven't even listened to your podcast yet I'm so sorry (laughs) alright so um, yeah thanks again for coming Um, this is Don doing stuff I hope you guys are doing well cheers see you guys Uh, I get the last word. (laughs) Ha 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 ha!